1: Welcome to the award winning RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It's Friday, December 30th, 2022. Alex Barutha here with Ken Ktrain Kreitz. All aboard. Shannon is taking a well deserved vacation, and I'm coming to you. Raising from a-, a puppy. Raising a puppy. a puppy.
2: As if two toddlers isn't enough work. Let's throw a puppy into the mix. Let's get more animal waste in this household. <laughs>
1: I'm, uh, I'm coming to you from an uh, alarmingly warm Madison, Wisconsin. La- uh, yesterday, it was 55 degrees um, as I walked outside to get a burrito. Uh, it, was, it was very pleasant. <laughs>
2: the annual holiday burrito. Uh, you know, Vermont is warm also, which is not good for our ski industry here. We also hit the 50s. We had a nice base of snow, and it's all melting. We're getting a little mud season here. I- I'm looking out the window. It, it was better for jogging, though.
1: True. Okay, let's get into the news. Uh, We have uh, Malice (laughs) in the Palace, almost. Uh, Ghost. Yeah. (laughs) 11 players suspended after the Pistons' magic fight in Detroit. Killian Hayes is out three games after punching Mo Wagner in the back of the head, which you just, you can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. Um, No, let's get into this. Okay. Wagner totally
2: bumped little Killian Hayes into like the second row of the piston bench there. Um, Wagner's a dirty player. Somehow within two weeks, he got Al Horford angry. Who's like the mellowest veteran in the NBA and, and Horford retaliated with an elbow and they dinged Horford, not Wagner, who, uh, who was given the business with his knees into uh, Horford's groin. And then here, Wagner bumps Hayes into the second row Hayes comes after him swinging, and then Wagner fakes the concussion. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. He's what... Yeah, he just fell over. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wagner's had... dirty, but I think the Magic like that. They've been so soft for so long. Wagner doesn't have the talent, but they
1: they they want a Bill Lambert type, and frankly, I kind of get it. Yeah, I think um... – some some rebuilding teams make the mistake of they just end up with a bunch of guys who just aren't they're not try, they're not they're not physical guys and they yeah. don't like you shouldn't they're I don't endorse 30 players. Yeah, right. But um physicality is good. I was a little surprised the suspensions were so close in terms of uh three games versus two games, but we also have Amadou Diallo out one game, plus the entire Orlando bench essentially is out <laughs> for this upcoming game, which we'll talk about in the uh in the DFS section. But, yeah, you mentioned wagner hip checked him, and and Hayes responded. Um, Ken, let's go to uh, some bad news out of Phoenix.
2: Yeah, Devin Booker, after missing three games, tried to come back in Christmas, and now he's out at least four weeks with the groin injury. He played only four minutes in that Christmas game. Cameron Payne and Cam Johnson are also dinged up for the Suns. You know, Johnson's been out for a while. So the Suns starters tonight are Chris Paul, Bridges, Torrey Craig, Jock Landale, and uh, DeAndre Ayton. Kind of, you'd think this would add a
1: little motivation to Phoenix dealing Jay Crowder, wouldn't you? You would think so. Um, I first of all, I'm just shocked that they're starting Jock Landale and um, DeAndre <laughs> Ayton together. I missed that piece of news initially because I I don't work during like the the West Coast night games uh and i i woke up the next morning and i was like excuse me (laughs) uh like but uh yeah jay crowder i i don't know what the asking price is i don't know what the sort of if there's a bidding war i saw a hachimura rumor and i thought some should be all over that right young talent Um. i hachimura is okay i I mixed feelings at Hachimura. He's not as good of a defender as as Jay Crowder yeah. is, but uh, but if you're also if you're Washington, why why would you do that? That it, it makes it's a stupid trade for Washington because Crowder's a
2: piece you add to an already really good team that just needs a glue guy, a defense guy, an occasional catch and shoot guy. So yeah, he has no business being on that Washington team unless you want to add some grit to a similarly soft lineup. But. Uh, Uh, It just seems bizarre to me, though, that the Suns can't find a partner for
1: Jay Crowder unless there's concerns he's woefully out of shape or something. Right. Let's uh, let's get to some good news. Tyrese Maxey likely to return tonight for the Sixers against the Pelicans. He hasn't played since November 18th due to a fractured foot. Uh, Safe to assume a minutes restriction. I've been hearing some NBA insiders talk about how they would not be surprised if Maxi comes off the bench for a few games and how uh, there might might be some rumblings that uh, he may not return to the starting lineup this season. Uh, I mean,
2: really, they want to juggle if he's the third piece of their big three, they want to juggle those three around minutes wise anyway. I mean, it's the minute total and not the starting that really matters. They finally got tired, you know. Uh, Tobias Harris finally got started with Maxi being injured, and they maybe don't want to muck with that. But don't you think? I mean, one, Harden's not getting any younger, so you'd like to like to get him some bench time. Still feel like Maxie's going to see a ton, and frankly, yeah, might get more shots leading that second unit initially.
1: I think he will. He's really good. I think it, it makes sense for them to keep De'Anthony Melton in the starting lineup for defense, so you have yeah. some backcourt defense along Harden, but. Uh, Max, he's very good. I mean, he's passed 15 games or the, the 15 games that he's played this season, 23 points, four and a half dimes, three threes, 46% from the field. He also is, in my opinion, the, the, the downside of not having him in the starting lineup, he's the only guy on that team pushing the ball up the floor. Yeah. Like pace, pace, like they need that badly. There's such, they're such a half core team that they, they need his energy, um, but whatever they do, I think if you're in fantasy, you don't have to panic if he comes off the bench. I think he'll still put up similar numbers.
2: Yeah, I think this is a buy low opportunity, ideal for Maxi and uh, he's going to be on the closing. He may not be on the starting lineup, but he's going to be on the closing lineup for Philly. Right. Uh, let's go back go to some negative injury news. In New Orleans. Brandon Ingram, who's been out for more than a month, says he quote says he needs quote confidence in being himself before returning to the Sounds like somebody needs a hug, Alex. The Pelicans continue to take his status day to day, which is uh, totally frustrating. I've got Ingram in a few leagues. Uh, What's going on there? And who's blowing up in Ingram's absence?
1: Yeah, when this quote's interesting because they have been, it has been day to day for like a month. Yeah. And (laughs) when they ask a guy about it, it, saying that he needs confidence in his self is not the same as saying i'm still really hurt right um i think my guess is this happens with the medical staffs sometimes the medical staff is like you can play like you're fine and ingram's uh. like it hurts too much yeah uh so <laughs> it might be a, i don't know if it's a pain tolerance thing if it's a he's worried about reinjuring it but um it's just hard to say when he'll come back
2: but it's weird how well the Pelicans
1: are playing in his absence. They, yeah, they have not really missed him that much, to be honest with you. And, and part of that is Zion Williamson starting to play like a uh, just a bona fide superstar. I mean, this is the kind yeah. of stuff that we we'd seen from him in flashes before. Uh, but this is a great extended stretch out of him uh, on a team that's actually good around him. Right. Like we've seen him yeah. in the past do this while the team was sort of didn't have this much talent. But he's taken over the reins. On Wednesday, he scored the Pelicans' final 14 points to get a victory over the Timberwolves. Uh, had a career high 43 points since November 30th. He's the 15th ranked player in per game eight cap value, um, and that's despite a pretty subpar free throw percentage. Although I think it's over 70 right now, which is kind of the Mendoza yeah. line for for uh, being okay yeah. for a guy who takes that many free throws. But 30 and a half points on 17 and a half shots. He's shooting like 60, almost 65 percent from the field. Yeah. 8 rebounds, 6 assists and 2.3 stocks, which is something Nick and I have harped for a long time which is just Duke days he had that but he hasn't shown that in the pros, the stocks. Yeah, he um he had pretty awful defensive instincts to start his career and I still don't think they're great and he still struggles with his lateral quickness just because of his body type. Yeah. But the reality is he's so athletic. Like you just want that guy to go out there and be aggressive. If you're going to make mistakes, Make mistakes jumping in the passing lanes and going for weak side uh, blocks that you're trying to send into the fifth row rather than just falling asleep. <laughs> I'm pleasantly surprised how well he's playing
2: with Valanchunas. I didn't think mm-hmm. though there was. I didn't think the key was big enough for those two, but he's moving without the ball. He's moving. You know, base. You know, he's running the baseline. He, the, they those two are making it work. And uh, I never worried about him fitting with Ingram. Ingram's such a good passer and decent outside shooter. You know the thing about Ingram is I can see why they'd want to race him back quickly because you never know when Zion's going to get hurt again uh right. so but th- this team in a wide open West this sure looks like a very powerful team in New Orleans
1: it does unsurprisingly those uh those Zion Valchugas lineups just eat glass on the <laughs> offensive boards uh, It's like having two Steven Adams out there <laughs> yeah they uh I'm looking at their stats right now with those two on the floor they rebound 33% of their own misses as a team. (laughs) uh, Because they're standing um, right there. Everything's a layup. Yeah, pretty amazing stuff. Um, (laughs) Run us through the other injuries we got here, Alex. Yeah, we got a ton of injuries this time of year. Uh, Bradley Beal, game time decision. He's got a hamstring. Trey Young's probable. Uh, The Hawks are kind of a mess, though. That situation is getting interesting. Uh, Stories coming out about how Young might be the next guy to ask out. Uh, Drew Holiday, doubtful with an illness. Uh, Middleton is still out as well with the knee injury. The Bucks are uh the Bucks are reeling a little bit. Yeah. I'm um, sure Grayson Allen will fill things. He just keeps throwing himself out. <laughs> <back. laughs> uh most magic players are out. They're gonna start. They have eight guys tonight. Fred Van Vliet's questionable on this uh for the back to back. RJ Barrett is out about a week. Let's go with the fan feedback, Ken. Yeah, the the, the Van Vleet thing quickly
2: mm. So he missed Thursday's game and you can't tell was that to rest him tonight, which could be a good sign, or is this back issue a real issue again? So we'll we'll see. But yes, fan feedback. Fans, if you'd like to answer a question, please post a comment on our most recent Rotowire YouTube NBA video. This week, super fan Steve F asked. Why is Terry? Why has Terry Rozier been so terrible this year? Should I dump him for P.J. Washington or Emmanuel quickly? Rozier's counting stats aren't so bad, but through 26 games, he's got 20 points. He's down to only 0. 0.7 steals a game. He is getting five and a half assists and almost four and a half rebounds, but he's shooting a terrible 39% from the field, which harkens back to his Boston Celtics days. That's why we dealt him. Uh, in the uh, terrible Gordon Hayward mess. But uh, Alex, what's going on with Rozier and is it gonna turn around?
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: has been being asked to do too much. Like LaMelo's been out, the team has been really hurt in general. Obviously Gordon yeah. Hayward's been out. Um and Miles Bridges not being there, I, that actually matters because well, he was 20 points a game and took a lot of pressure off Rozier. Yes. Yes. And LaMelo Ball though, that's probably their biggest injury yeah. issue. Rozier's usage this year is up 5% and he's taking 15% more unassisted shots. They're just telling him like you got to get you just got to go out there and get Voiced. buckets. Yeah, I think that's gassing him out. I think it's also affecting his steals numbers, which are way down, way down. Um, because he's just best as a he's a three and D guard, and he's got some secondary playmaking potential, right? He can still get you yep. four or five assists, but he shouldn't be the number one guy. Yeah, I would not, I would not dump him for quickly. Right, Ball and Hayward are back. Ball and Hayward are back. Um, I would not dump him for quickly, even though I may be one of the biggest Emmanuel Quickly fans outside of New York City. Um, I just <laughs> it, like. This this recent stretch that quickly is doing well. It's because Barrett's out and Brunson's been hurt too. They just and Tibbs is going to play these guys into the ground. So you give quickly forty minutes a game. He's going to put up numbers. As far as PJ Washington goes, Washington and Rozier are pretty much the same fantasy value right now. They're the
2: same problem too, right? They're being asked to score too much, and their their shooting percentages have been terrible. I like Washington a little more because of the stocks. Right. stocks have been better. And you mentioned, yeah, uh, Rozier's having a terrible, um, terrible steals season. With Washington and Yahoo, you get center eligibility as well. Right. So I, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm with you on quickly. I cannot make my, my mind up about Rozier or Washington. You got a slant there?
1: It depends on what you need. So examine your own roster. You need blocks. You got to go Washington. Um, I think Rozier has more upside. Like because he's been there before. Rozier has yep. been top forty-five the past couple of years, so I think if you're just going for pure roto value, you go Rozier. But um, if you need a center, it's a tough it's a tough position to fill, especially a center who hits some threes, gets some blocks, and is a good free throw shooter. You can lean Washington, and I don't really have a problem with that. All
2: right,
1: good take, good take, Alex. Alex, tell us about our good friends at Pickett. Pickett is a social bet tracking app that takes all the hassle out of tracking your bets and it records your performance over time. Pickett connects to every major US sports book, DraftKings, FanDuel, and others, and DFS Pick'em providers like Prize Picks, Underdog, Thrive Fantasy, and more. Once you hook up your sports books, Pickett does all the heavy lifting to slice and dice your betting data. You get detailed historical PLs, graphs, breakdowns by team, sport. Player and bet type. You can also line shop for the best odds across sports books to make sure you're getting the most bang for your buck. Ken for and I, uh, Ken and I, we, we do that all the time when we write our, mm-hmm. uh, we participate in the best bets column for NBA. I'm always checking. Um, you know, gotta go. It, gotta
2: it, take the best odds. Gotta.
1: Yeah. Gotta, gotta take minus 115 instead of minus 116. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, or more importantly, if it's the difference between, uh, 20 and a half points or 21 and a half points right. uh, for a
1: scoring night on a player prop critical. So it's great to have that in the palm of your hand. You just look and see where the best, uh, odds are when your bets are live. When you make that bet, pick tracks the scores and player prop updates in the app. So you don't have to go switch between NBA.com or ESPN or any of that the other score, stuff. It's yeah. all right there. Uh, best part of Picket, You don't have to manually enter all your bets, uh, so yeah, uh, instead of having, you know, a little, a little notebook in your, in your suit pocket where you, where you jot down all your numbers, a pen in a diner next to your pocket watch, next to your pocket watch. <laughs> and you're in a diner and you're like, uh, chiefs minus five this week diner. Um, you're in a dive bar, baby. One's what has those, <laughs> those glass square
2: windows. Everyone uh, moans when the door opens and some light creeps in. Right.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's all automatic. Uh, it, the results sync automatically as well. There's a, a there's a social feed, a community center, which creates a home for betting where you can learn from others, see what others are doing, and find verified content to inform those betting decisions. Visit picket.com. That's P-I-K-K-I-T.com to download the picket app today. That's P-I-K-K-I-T.com. Let's go to the waiver wire next week. uh, The week of January 2nd. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Washington with just two games. And there are 21 teams with four games. So you You thought you got a rest over Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) You cannot play Bradley Beal this week. Between injuries and two games, you need a Beal replacement
2: at the very least.
1: Yes, I do in stake league. I absolutely do need a deal <laughs> replacement. Uh, let's jump into my available in 50% of leagues player this week, which is Nas Reed of the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is an Alex Barutha keeper favorite, who I of course who I of course had on our minor league contract for two years and then had to dump him because he wasn't doing anything. Uh, and then now
4: and people
2: uh, will remember you used to have the the Nas Reed haircut when you started working for Wire.
1: <laughs> True, um, but I did pick him back up in that same keeper league for two dollars. Uh, so go. we will there see if yeah, that works you out. $2. But can't argue with that. Uh, in November of last year, I wrote about Reed in my keeper targets article, in which I wrote Reed has a comically high usage rate for a backup center. I can't stay away from the per minute production. He should be the Thunder's starting center, not the Wolves' backup. Oh, I'd be willing baby. to take a chance on him with the hopes of landing him in a better situation somehow. And look at where we are today. What, um, why
2: do you make that go bear trade when you've got Nas on your bench? I don't. I don't understand it.
1: He's a little short, so he's not like an ideal rim protector. But so was Wes Unsell, baby. Right. Exactly. And you they got the Jared, right that to make it happen. They had Jared Vanderbilt, and uh, anyway. Don't want to get him to relitigate in that trade because that's a whole yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but since Chris Finch and uh, has decided to play Gobert and Reed more together in the wake of Towns' injury, the past seven games, Reed has averaged 17 points on 61 50, 55 shooting, 7.1 boards, 1.9 assists, and 1.9 stocks in 26 minutes. And even since December 1st, he is 83rd in per game, eight cap value. Mm. Towns, he might be back sometime in the next two weeks because he had a four to six week timetable uh, when he initially got hurt. But I think you just add Reed and just hope for a longer absence from Towns. And who knows, Reed? Maybe yes. Reed just played himself into twenty minutes per game for the rest of the year. And if Reed sees twenty minutes per game for the rest of the year, you can roster him in fourteen teams. That's not a problem. Well,
2: they're going to commit to two big lineup. If right. you're going to do that, Reed should get lots of minutes. A quick aside here. If I'm the agent of a big man in the NBA, I insist they work on free throws. That's the quickest way to make money now. Quickest ways to
1: be a not terrible free throw shooter in the NBA is a big. Mason Plumley changed his shooting hand again. Uh, Mason Plumley last year was shooting right-handed free throws, and then he hurt his right hand, so he started shooting left-handed free throws. He shot better. This year, really? he's like, you know what? No, I think I am right-handed. Started Dude, shooting right-handed again. Didn't work out. <laughs> I watched the game the other night. He's got the ball. People not watching video can't see this. He's he's got yeah. the ball in his left hand like a shot put. Yeah, one hand and just flipped they heave. It. He heaved it one hand, lefty, into the basket.
2: Why can't any of these guys just look up Rick Barry on YouTube? I know instantly would improve their free throw shooting by it's- fifteen points.
1: To me, it's it's one thing if you're like a superstar, like if you're Giannis, right. and Mason, you're like, ah,
2: what street credit is Mason Plumley right. losing by going the Rick Barry
1: route? Zero. Mason Plumley, Mason Plumley is like, you know, I, I'm <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there, uh, Ken. <laughs> this is not this is not the Roto Wire After Dark podcast, Ken. <laughs> who is your available on fifty percent of leagues player?
2: Well, we mentioned him earlier in the pod because of those injuries in New York. I'm going with uh, Emmanuel Quickly, who's rostered in only 36% of Yahoo leagues and only 9% of ESPN. And the key here, R.J. Barrett's out at least a week. And whenever they say at least, I always get scared. Jalen Brunson's dinged up. He's probably just a day-to-day issue uh, and quickly did go off while Brunson was out. Brunson's going to come back, but Barrett's out at least a week. Uh, that explosion from quickly, 36.7 boards, seven dimes in that Thursday night loss to the juggernaut of San Antonio. But hey, last six games, almost 20 points, almost five dimes, uh, over three rebounds while shooting 47% from the field. Uh, the Knicks do only have three, one of the few teams with three games next week instead of four. But uh, I I do like quickly being productive for hopefully the next two three weeks uh, for your Knickerbockers.
1: Quickly, I again I I am a huge Emmanuel Quickly guy. I think he has a future in the NBA. Um, it, you like he is someone who has just proven year after year that he he helps the team. Like yeah. you look at he's the exact at- reason Tibbs should use his bench more right? Like,
2: Tibbs, stop killing your starters. You have talent on the bench, but you have to use them. They can't just sit for 46 minutes of the game and then just think they're going to be productive.
1: Right. Like, his shooting percentages aren't amazing, but he's a good free throw shooter. He's got three point upside, and the thing is, again... Pushes the pace on a slow team. And this is is why I don't mind investing in quickly... I think he's a keeper league. Like, obvious, you got to try to get your hands on quickly, but even for this year... Those guys are going to come back, Berrigan Brunson. But quickly, he just, again, as a rookie, this is his point differential. Per 100 possessions, rookie year, plus 8.1. Yeah. Sophomore year, plus 12.2. This yeah. year, plus 7.9. He just has to be on the floor for them.
2: And frankly, this team, they're very slow in plotting. Would it kill you to experiment with some three-guard lineups to push the pace? You know, we... You and I were big on Hartenstein, but obviously he's not getting what they want in New York there. I'd love to see some three-guard lineups for the Knicks. So don't move slowly to pick up Emmanuel quickly (laughs) in your free agent waiver wire. Uh, Alex and I are both going to give two long shots because Sir Shannon is out uh, puppy training and baby training.
1: So, Alex, who you got as your first of two long shots of the week? Actually, I'm gonna. I will say I'm gonna cut in to say, please add Dante Divincenzo. Yeah, he does not. I did not yes. make him my. We initial, mentioned him last week. We mentioned him last I, week. I think we mentioned him. I may have mentioned him three weeks in a row. As well, yes. I just I don't. Just pick him up. He got a little injured. Then he got a little dinged up. So he's still out there. Yeah, agreed. He's averaging like 14, 5, and 3 with a steal and a half. Like, yeah. for a month, I think he and was a cover out. guy. I think he was a cover guy two weeks ago with the video. Actually. 43% rostered in Yahoo. Just like, why is he not on every single roster? My <laughs> long shot, though Landry Shamit, 19% rostered, uh, Yahoo, 3% ESPN. He is on the Suns. He has Achilles soreness right now, which I do not like to hear. So keep an eye <laughs> on that leading up to Sunday <laughs> waivers. Yet still one of their healthiest players right now. Yeah, uh, true. <laughs> uh, Booker's out for at least a month. Shamit was on fire before missing these past two games. He was making 5.53s per game, making them Yeah, uh, over He's the past also four periods. wildly
2: overpaid for some reason. I don't know why Phoenix gave him such a big contract two
1: years ago. Uh, yes, I... I... For I for years I've been saying I think Landry shammit might be somehow the most overrated <laughs> role player in the NBA, despite him playing like 17 minutes a game. Right. based on dollars per minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what has this guy proven? Honestly, he was on the Clippers, and they're like, he's great. I'm like, is he? Um. Anyway, those past four appearances, 22 and a half points, four assists, three boards. That's nice. Um. But this this pickup has an a uh, this hat it has an eject button.
2: Uh, <laughs> abort.
1: Abort. Abort. If you see Cam Payne returning soon, he's been out the past nine games with a foot injury, no timetable, but who knows? If you see him coming back soon, hit the eject button. Do not do this pickup.
2: Well, and let me add to that, especially if you have an IL spot, you know, and Yahoo will let you pick up directly to your IL. Pick up Cameron Payne because with Booker out gone for four plus weeks, I stashed Payne, I think, in our Sirius XM league. Okay. Uh, You know, and hey, if he gets healthy again and he's not getting in minutes, just dump him. But don't waste your IL spots. Cameron Payne, to me, is a great speculative IL ad. He could be back in a week and starting uh, as they go with the two-point guard lineups because
1: of Booker's out. Uh, Fantasy managers in five IL leagues have the entire Suns roster in their uh, their IL right now. (laughs) Uh, Ken, who is your first long shot of this week?
2: Uh, we mentioned him also
1: earlier in the pod.
2: Washington's Rui Hachimura. Uh, now, warning: this is a speculative longer-term ad. Washington only has two games this week, so this is—he's gonna. If you take him, he should be on your bench next week. Um, but outside of that, uh, Hachimura scored 30 points in Wednesday's win over Phoenix. Look, he's been an enigma for three plus years in Washington. He's 24 years old, an ankle issue issue had him out. Uh, for 15 games this season he's only been back for four but uh, some things to remember he shot 58 percent during his three years at Gonzaga uh, he had a nice run as a starter at the end of the, la- uh, the end of the season for Washington his last three games almost 22 points almost four rebounds 66 percent field goal shooting and 1.3 threes per game also hearing some Kuzma trade rumors which are interesting. And that would free up a ton of minutes for Hachimura if uh, the Wizards went that route. Uh, anyway, it's hey, it's the long shot of the week. I'm not saying he's a lock. He's uh, managed in 24% of Yahoo leagues, only 8% of ESPN. But Rui Hachimura is my first long shot of the week. Any thoughts, Alex, on Hachimura?
1: I, I think the Kuzma point is probably the best point. I think Kuzma... Is gonna look elsewhere. And um listen, they they be like the combination of Beal and Porzingis, they just can't stay healthy this year and they just need someone to score. And Hachimura um likes to just be that sort of microwave mid-range yeah. power forward off the bench. That's just where he lives. He loves the long mid-range. Almost a quarter of his shots come from there. Um I to be honest, I don't think he's a winning player. I don't think he's that good, but if no, he, he can score 16. Kusuma. Right. If he can, <laughs> if Hachimura is going to get you 16 and six every night, you got to put him on your fantasy team.
2: Yeah. He's a better fantasy player than he is real life player. A little soft inside from what you'd want from your power forward. But uh, anyway, you think there's going to be some changes in Washington that could short-term yeah. free up a lot of minutes for Hachimura. Um Well, you already brought up uh, Shamit for the Suns. Who else you got as a long shot, Alex? Patrick
1: Beverly. Ooh. I know. It hurt (laughs) to type that. Um, (laughs) My computer uh, just. (laughs) Some smoke came out the back. (coughs) (coughs) Ooh, what? Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 8% rostered in Yahoo. Uh, He's available. I mean, we called it. In our notes, it says the longer shot of right, the right, right. so I, I took that literally, and <laughs> I said I need single point. digits uh, for this to <laughs> to be a recommendation. However, over the past ten days, he has ranked seventy eighth in per game eight cat. Past five games, ten point four points, four boards, three assists, one point eight stocks. That is very typical yeah. past half decade Patrick Beverly numbers, but that guy. Has flirted with top 100 value when healthy. Because he's always defense hurt. is terrible. The
2: de- especially with Davis out, the Laker yes. defense is atrocious. So you need someone to put some pressure on the ball. And Beverly's that guy.
1: And I think it's, I don't, Beverly is a really hard player to, a really hard real life player to evaluate. But if, if you're in a 16 team league and someone is out in the waiver wire who seems like they might consistently average 10, 4, and 3 with two stocks. You just got to pick that guy up in a 16-teamer, and he's a start on a four-game week.
2: Yeah, four-game week, exactly. He's getting a ton of minutes. Patrick Beverly, all right, nice. My longer shot of the week, and this is a longer shot. This is also wildly speculative. It's the rookie Mark Williams in Charlotte, managed in 18% of Yahoo leagues. Look, the Hornets have been trying for an impactful center, it seems like 10 years, since Alonzo Mourning, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. forever they've been looking for a center rookie Williams uh also the Hornets have four games next week the rookie Williams is is all about pedigree he's only 20 years old but remember he was the number 15 pick just this last summer in the NBA draft the seven footer is all about blocks boards and field goal percentage this kid blocked 2.8 blocks a game his second year at Duke um I've never believed in his backup, who I'm completely blanking on in Charlotte. You know who he is. Yeah, never believed in Richards. Um, Anyway, this is a wildly speculative pick. Uh, But, uh, you know, he could be an even cheaper Duran in the Pistons. You know, uh, even cheaper Jalen Duran, Mark Williams, Hornets. And he's lousy, you drop him again. But they desperately need a meaningful center in Charlotte. It's time to let this Williams kid play because, frankly, the Hornets are doing nothing this
1: year. So, I, th- th- it's interesting because I actually – I like Richards. And I think – I mean, they don't – I'm just sick of Mason Plumley. Let's put it that way. And I think yeah. Richards has given them some good minutes. But <laughs> I did write the Mark Williams fantasy outlook for this year. And when Ooh, I was writing it – Gimme, gimme. When yeah. I was writing it, I was thinking, like, I think this guy might be good. Um <laughs> And so now I, it's hard for me to disagree with anything you're saying. And I, I, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they start playing Williams over Richards because you, again, you sort of mentioned like his accolades. He was ACC Defensive Player of the Year. He in summer league in 19 minutes a game averaged seven and a half boards and 2.4 stocks in 19 minutes. He's got a 7.7 7 wingspan, and yeah. he's a good free throw shooter. Yeah. Um. So. I play the guy. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think speculative ad, like you're right.
2: He's had one good game. He had a double, yes. double uh, a night ago. They've been bouncing them between the G league and the, and the association He's only been in six games this season. But if you're Charlotte, let me check our standings here. I mean, they are 10 and 26, right? You know, even if they win on a hot streak and eked their way into the play in, why? Who cares? This team's not going anywhere. You know, like Williams has the kind of, I, and look, I'm probably, I'm being overly harsh on Richards. He's a fine rotational guy, just like Plumley is. But Mark Williams has the pedigree to be your starting center for six years. You know, give him the minutes, let him play. They don't need scoring from center. He's your perfect impacts the game without that many shots guy. You yeah. know, I, he, I mean, to me, his upside's peak Rudy Gobert, right? Give him a shot. Let's see what happens. Not ugly Minnesota Timberwolf Rudy Gobert. I'm talking like good Utah jazz, younger, pre-pandemic Rudy Gobert. Before he touched yeah, all man. those microphones.
1: In the G League right now, he's playing 28 minutes a game, averaging 22, 12, and 1.8 blocks. Yeah, I mean, play him. That's what you, I mean, that's what you expect from a 15th, but still, yeah. I, I like I like the um, the acknowledgement there. Let's go get your dull suggestion this weekend.
2: <sighs> My boring suggestion, which I think you brought up, Alex, uh, in an earlier show, uh, former Celtic Aaron Neesmith uh, for the Indiana Pacers. He's only managed at 11% of leagues. He is a starter for a Pacers squad that needs people to shoot. Pacers have four games this week. And hey, last six games, almost 15 points, five and a half rebounds, shooting 54% from the field while hitting one and a half uh, three pointers uh, a game, if you need you know a one or two week plug, uh, Aaron Nesbitt in Indiana is getting it done and we talked about it in the past, He actually is playing good defense. I mean his issue is he couldn't stay healthy in Boston. They had a loaded roster. There is a huge avenue for minutes in Indiana. Uh, anyway, so he's a little dull. He's not gonna you know he's not gonna dominate any one category. But, like, I've got some leagues where I've got Grayson Allen. What am I doing on Grayson Allen? I should be playing Aaron Nismith in every one of those.
1: Yeah, I um, I, w- I was watching the Cavs-Pacers game last night, which is a fantastic game. It also included a, uh, a Rick Carlisle ejection yes. after uh, after a Donovan Mitchell attempt at a throwing the ball off the backboard to himself, uh, caught it, <laughs> and then traveled excessively, and then uh, <laughs> Carlisle got ejected. But I was watching, and I – I saw Neesmith out there, and I he had changed his hair, so I didn't recognize him at first. And I'm like, who he goes is that to the
2: Rose every now and then. He goes to the Rose every now and then. Yeah, he like blew
1: it out for this game. Oh, he did. Uh, yeah, well, I got to look that up. I, yeah. Okay. So, um, I didn't recognize him at first. And I'm like, who is that guy? He's like huge. Aaron Niesmith. um, <laughs> very much looks like he's six five, but he looks like a power forward. Um, they have him listed at two fifteen. I wouldn't be surprised if he's heavier than that. Yeah, he's he's playing well. I have to, I have to give it up for him. I wasn't a believer. The Celtics weren't a believer, but, um, he's, he's found a good role. And I think some of that's Tyrese Halliburton is such a good passer. He can make, um, he can get a lot of guys involved
2: in Boston. What you're going to sit Jalen Brown to develop Aaron. Right. You know, like, like they really wanted him to be a catch and shoot three and D guy, but he's actually too athletic for that. If you will. And yeah. he did struggle with health. He had some hand health. you know, he was injured his last year at Vanderbilt too. So, uh, he needed he this is exactly what he needed to go to a team like the Pacers where there's minutes available he can finally hone his craft and uh, I think he's going to be a glue guy I think he's going to be a faster Jay Crowder that's his NBA career in my opinion a more a, a a little taller faster bigger wingspan Jay Crowder um But we'll still wind up on, like, six, seven teams because, you know, he's never a priority.
1: Right. Um, Okay. Let's go to our Friday DFS picks brought to you by FanDuel. Fans,
2: sign up for FanDuel now and compete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your best NBA lineup and compete to win
1: real cash. Okay. Okay. Nine game slate today. Uh, I'm fill it in for o- Shannon here. Fill it in for yes. Shannon. So t- take the, take all my advice with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> highest over under today: a staggering two forty one for the Jazz at Kings. That would be a really fun game. Oh, Jordan Clarkson's um, gonna have a hundred shots in this game. <laughs> he oh Clarkson versus Malik Monk. Woo! Oh my God! How do I get tickets for that? <laughs> Unconscious. Uh, be like a AAU game. Unconscionable, probably that. But yeah, exactly. Just just hoist the fest. Uh, as always, for updated injuries, check the RotoWire lineups page. If you're using oh, the optimizer page on RotoWire.com, NBA lineups. Yes, if you're using the optimizer, you can adjust minutes now. Uh, and if you're on that daily lineups page, we have projected minutes on that page now, and we also have on-off court data, mm. which I personally used All to help time. me with this segment. So it's even useful if you know. Uh, what you're doing for all the podcast directors out there, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> use it and then plug it uh, on your podcast. Okay. So we have magic versus wizards tonight. Uh, of course the magic of eight players. So uh, there's going to be some value there. <laughs> Got to uh, be to sort of just cut through it. I think that Terrence Ross is my favorite play of the group. Of course you can go okay. bowl bowl and maybe you'd like some Schofield and blah blah blah. Dan like Ross, Ross is gonna shoot tonight. Ross is yes. gonna shoot tonight. He is thirty seven hundred and he might score thirty-seven points. Um <laughs> he, not be surprising. Again, he's uh he's he's playing a decent amount lately, but uh this year he's averaging um like if he's he has two point games. Those were both the two games, two games where he saw 30 minutes. I think he'll see 30 minutes tonight. He's just got to jack up shots. We know who Terrence Ross is. I think he's got coming and launch shots.
2: Well, you know, I'm going to throw this in too. Franz Wagner's only 6,600. Right. Uh, if there was ever a game for him to take, scoring more, take on more scoring, this is it. Uh, we know he has that pedigree. I'm always a little surprised they don't run more plays for him, frankly. Uh, but uh, no, you're Dwayne Washington. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm skipping ahead. Your your Terrence Ross pick uh, makes all the sense. Spoiler out. alert. Oh yeah, take us to Phoenix.
1: Suns <laughs> <laughs> at Raptors. Dwayne Washington. Da, da, da. Uh, this, this is this is such a this is such a a hot play that Ken couldn't even Ken Cook even keep it in. It's like a it's like a little schoolgirl with a secret. He's like, ooh.
2: <laughs> That's
1: me every hour and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ooh. Uh, <laughs> Uh so we have Booker, Payne, Cam Johnson, and Shamit out for tonight's game. Uh, with those four off the court, Dwayne Washington with a 36% usage rate. Doncic esque. Uh, past, <laughs> past four games, he's played 18 minutes per game, but averaging 15 points and four and a half assists. Uh, if he gets anywhere near 25 to 30 minutes, could be a monster game for him. As the lineup
2: um, page shows, that's almost a
1: 12-point leap in usage rate when those guys are out for Washington. Uh, 4,200 for him on FanDuel, so hard to hard to argue with that. And I also think DeAndre Ayton against the Raptors front line is yeah, hard to ignore.
2: Of the at center.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And they also um, – Ayton sees a little more – has been seeing more touches with Booker out as well. So she I like those good two healthy. Guys.
2: Too, yeah, they – yeah.
1: Uh, but you also have someone from Phoenix, Ken, that you like.
2: I do. Jock Landale, the center we were making fun of earlier, only 4,000. So right there at the minimum, he started the last two games for the injury-rattled Suns. And look, he can shoot threes. When he gets hot from three, the points are there. Uh, we already talked about ton of injuries. They got Torrey Craig starting for this Sun squad. So uh, Landale, at the minimum, unfortunately only qualifies at center, really should be center forward. Uh, but you go really cheap at landale
1: you can go expensive elsewhere yeah and like we mentioned the, the Raptors front line is not big and not big uh, he's all. a big body so uh yeah landale former spur usually you want to get
2: Her- hernan Gomez I, I was trying to remember his <laughs> character's name in the uh
1: in that uh, movie I I can't remember it either yeah, but, I'm um, the movie but uh anyway I heard it Hernan Her- Gomez Her- I'll, have to, I'll' have to look this up on stathead or something I, I feel like hernan Gomez has started like 15 games in a row and has averaged three points in three games. Maybe the
2: least productive starter in the last decade. It's for a minimum actually, of 10 starts. Yeah.
1: It's actually impressive. Let's go get you again, Ken, since I did two in a row.
2: Okay. Well, another center power forward option. I like Kelly Olenek at 6,000 uh, 6, on FanDuel. Gonna hit, I think he's going to hit a lot of threes tonight as they try to draw bonus outside. That's a big over under, as we mentioned, Raptors Phoenix. So uh, Kelly Olenek price is discounted because he's been out due to injury, but I think he's finally healthy. Looking for a big game from Olenek tonight against those Kings, or maybe they throw an undersized Keenan Murray at him. But uh, uh, I like Olenek.
1: Yeah, I, I have. A, I I'm a huge fan of playing Olenek against uh, plotting centers. Yeah. uh teams that you know, like Olenek against the Bucks would be great. Yep. uh you know Lopez plays that drop coverage for example so that's a really good call uh and I think I think you need to play somebody from this Pistons backcourt with Killian Hayes suspended the problem is that Killian Hayes is not a high usage guy so it's not yeah. like the, a bunch of shots have opened up there um but if I'm going to you... turn to somebody I'm turning to Alec Burks who okay. loves to shoot the ball and I think is uh playing to get traded yeah. I Motivated. Uh, last time out during the Orlando game, he had 32 points um, yeah. and he's also, um, you know, he's just, he just loves to fire up shots, man. He's, he's a fantasy point per minute. So if you think he's going to get close to 30 minutes, should be decent value. And they're playing Chicago and Chicago is not a good defensive team. Um, no. The only worry would be if they decide to put Caruso on him, but I feel like they might put Caruso on Jagged Ivy. We'll see. I like the other side of that coin. It is a coin okay. flip, but I'm going to go Sadiq Bay. He's also right.
2: only 5,500. Coming off a heater, uh, 47 fantasy point night on Wednesday. I think we're going to see a lot of Bay at shooting guard. Uh, I think he's also going to be hoisting up. And I just feel like the Pistons are more invested in Bay than Burks. Um, but I do, it's a coin flip. One of those two is going to get on fire tonight. Uh, and I'm frankly, a coach will just go with a hot hand. We'll see what happens early.
1: Bay is someone I actually like, too, as a uh, as a waiver pickup uh, in hopes that Bojan Bogdanovich gets traded uh, at some point this year at the trade deadline, and maybe they start giving Bay more minutes. Ooh, that's
2: true. It's, and, you know, Bogdanovich, he's the classic, like, his stats are getting inflated because he's on a terrible team. And we were talking about Rozier's field goal percentage going down. Well, they're also asking Bogdanovich to do too much, and his field goal percentage keeps tanking. I keep trying to trade him in my grad school league. <laughs> Uh, I'm just they, resigned to
1: it. I know nobody's yeah. going to trade for him. I'm like, all right, I'm going, I'm going down with the ship. I'm, I may as well have named my ship the Bojan uh, because it's it's going down. That would um, oh, I, so there's so much jealousy at the yacht with that
2: name on the back of the boat there, or, or at the docks. Right. Sorry, the docks. All right, here's somebody I'm going to pay up for: Dejounte Murray for the Hawks. Also coming back from injury uh, over the last few weeks. Uh, so he's still price, still discounted at 88600 think I think the Lakers are going to throw Patrick Beverly at Trey Young. That means Murray's going to see a lot of Dennis Schroeder, who's also a game time decision. So we're not even sure he's going to play. Big over under in this Hawks Lakers game. So I like Murray exploding and really returning more to his career norms uh, in tonight's game against the Lakers.
1: Murray is just a great consistent play like if there's a couple guys who you could just almost lock into your dfs lineup every single night yeah. and you're and you're gonna have a chance and murray's one of those guys he's got that skills upside that really helps him um yeah.
2: who is your last suggestion for the dfs
1: segment alex oh uh, that was my last suggestion i think oh okay does um, that wrap up the segment that wraps up the segment <laughs>
2: FanDuel is providing a special offer to all new users. Sign up for FanDuel, pay $1 in an NBA contest, and receive $10 free instantly.
1: Hello? FanDuel. Let's go to your old man, rant. Uh,
2: Alex, I hate New Year's. Hate New Year's. What exactly are we celebrating? Why am I up late? These TV specials are terrible. I hate the music acts. Lip syncing is evil. It should be banned. (laughs) It's evil. Some government needs to ban lip syncing. It's unacceptable. And then the terrible plastic hosts of these TV shows are even worse. Really? Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper? Ryan Seacrest? Miley Cyrus? Hoda and Jenna? I want Charles Barkley. Can we get the TNT crew to host one of these way more entertaining? Stop the madness. Plus I don't need a reason to drink Alex. I've been honing that skill all year. I'll be in bed by 10 30.
1: I'm at, I'm at least I do not watch that new year's I don't watch the ball drop. Like I don't watch that whole thing. Like I'll tune in at the last second just to see it. Um, yeah. I also had to look up who Andy Cohen is. I I've literally, I've never uh, heard of this person like an E entertainment. It's terrible. Uh, uh, well, it's terrible. um, you know, page six tells us that he won't be drinking during CNN's new year's Eve broadcast. So, uh, no wonder you don't like him. Uh, <laughs> What's he even doing then? Please. Yeah. You, you're going to get, you're going to do new year's. You're going to get paid like $50,000 to be sober during the new year. Like uh. nobody cares. Nobody, I don't care. You could drop acid during the, the show, I mean, the You know day. what? I'm Nobody proud of you
2: that you don't even know who Andy Cohen is, and I'm frankly a little ashamed I do.
1: You guys <laughs> can start living more like me, I guess. Get rid of Amen, that smartphone, brother. Ken. It's melting your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Amen,
2: uh, brother. Kids these days. All right. I, think, I must have mispronounced. I felt like I was mispronouncing names all show. What did I what did I get wrong today? No,
1: I, I don't think so. I think you may have said Hachimira at one point um, instead of I'm Hachimura. Sure but it's, it's yeah. very subtle. It's not like a real, uh, like a real okay. mispronounced okay. name. I
2: think I, I think I think Shannon's still in the lead. And since he's not okay. on the show today. Yes, he's definitely in the
1: lead for most mispronounced this season. Well, uh, the Wagner Wagner one gets him all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. should only get like, I don't know if you should get half points if it trips you up all the time, or you should get twice as many <laughs> points if it trips you You saw
2: up all I time. wrote Wagner in you our notes. We <laughs> <laughs> should
1: do that for everybody's name. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, presented by Pickett and FanDuel. Ken, take us out of here. Let's go to Dallas, where Luka Doncic's. After
2: after putting up 60-point, 21-rebound, 10-assist, triple-double for the overtime win over the Knicks, he was asked post-game, how does it feel? And Lucas said, quote, I'm tired as hell. I need a recovery beer. (laughs) Love that guy. Attention, passengers. This two-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. (laughs)